Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 695. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about gold, silver, and mining stocks, because there's some very unusual things going on And rather than have people wonder, I thought I would do a special report on what's going on with physical gold and silver and also the mining stocks. Because we have seen the price of gold be up roughly 20% in the last year, but yet we see mining stocks selling off sharply while the rest of the stock market was rebounding. So what gives? Well, first of all, the media in general was reporting that gold stocks were acting like regular stocks. In other words, they could have been subject to margin calls and have been sold just because the market had gone down, the amount of equity in people's margin accounts or those accounts that are used to borrow to buy stocks. When the equity gets too low, it will automatically trigger the brokerage firm to sell whatever shares are in the account in order to cover the margin, the debt. And gold futures are also highly leveraged, so margin calls are a possibility there as well. It could be that when the stock market started to decline, that the declines in those shares forced the selling of all shares, and if people owned mining stocks, those would be forced to be sold. Now, the media did not mention who was selling the shares. They didn't mention if it was hedge funds, large institutions. They didn't mention who actually was doing the selling. So we don't really have any data on that. But here's what we know. We know that gold and silver usually have a ratio to one another. And right now that ratio is at an all-time high of 104. That means silver has one 104th the value of gold. And usually silver and gold run about 47 to one, not 104 to one. So if we went back to the usual ratio of silver to gold, 47 to 1, that would put silver at roughly $35 an ounce. The only other time we've seen this ratio so high was in 1991, when silver and gold reached a ratio of 103 to 1. And that turned out to be an historic low for silver prices. On February 24th, silver hit a recent high of $18.92 down from its more recent high of September 4th, 2019, when it hit $19.75. So once silver gets back above $18.35, new highs are possible. But let's look behind the scenes and a little bit deeper and see what else is going on. Well, one thing we know is gold buying by central banks is at a 50-year high. Who's buying all this gold? Well, central banks in Eastern Europe and Asia, mostly, including Russia, China, Turkey, Kazakhstan, India, Mongolia, Germany, Austria, and Poland. The reason why central banks accumulate gold are many, but some of the reasons are that there's no political or credit risk with gold. 
It also counts as basically the same collateral as currency does on a balance sheet. Whether they have paper money or gold, it still is the same tier one asset. There's no counterparty risk. They don't have to worry about an exchange going down. They can own the physical gold. And here's something really interesting. Some people say it could be used to back fiat currencies to non-fiat currencies. Fiat currencies are, of course, paper money that's not backed by anything. As you know, we used to have currency backed by gold, and President Nixon took us off the gold standard. So now, what is the U.S. dollar backed by? Well, of course, the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. Some say also the strength of the U.S. military. And others say the petrodollar, that our strength was that oil countries used the dollar to trade in oil. But that changed, and now Russia and China are no longer using U.S. dollars to trade in oil. In fact, China has set up an oil exchange that is backed by gold. So you can actually trade with China, and the yuan traded on the oil market is exchangeable for gold. That sounds a lot more attractive than just having money that's backed by nothing. Other people say this could be a foundation of a new potential monetary system that's going to come into place. We'll talk more about that in a moment. So let's look for a moment at how the metals are traded. There's the London Bullion Market Association, the LBMA, and they trade in London and Zurich. They trade over-the-counter gold and silver markets. And what they trade are paper contracts that represent gold and silver, and they're traded in London and New York. They don't trade the actual physical metal, meaning you don't have to move the metal around, you're just establishing contracts that have a limited period of time, and they can be continuously rolled over into the future without ever taking physical possession of the metal. Now the price for silver and gold in a contract may or may not reflect the actual price of physical gold and silver. And for that reason, people are saying maybe there's going to be a big disconnect between the paper gold market and the physical gold market. According to Bullion Star's website at bullionstar.com, if paper gold prices continue to go lower in the presence of continued high physical demand, more paper market participants would want to convert their paper, unallocated positions and futures, into physical holdings. Given the very small physical gold stocks underpinning the London OTC and COMEX markets, an increase at the margin in conversions could overwhelm the ability of the paper markets to deliver physical. COMEX deliverable contracts and allocating from unallocated in London. This would then seize up the paper market price, the paper market would collapse, and pricing would switch to physical, which I presume means the auctions would be for physical metal from mines and suppliers at a market price based on supply, which is little, and demand, which is large. According to Torgi Person at Bullion Star, a gold dealer in Singapore, the last few days have been our busiest days of all time, Person wrote. The enormous increase in demand is straining our supply chains. Bullion Star has supplier relations with most of the major refineries, mints, and wholesalers around the world. Most of our suppliers don't have any stock of precious metals and are not taking orders currently. The U.S. Mint, for example, announced that American Silver Eagle coins are sold out. The large wholesalers in the U.S. are completely sold out of all gold and silver and are not able to replenish. 
While there is unprecedented demand for physical gold, this is not reflected in the gold price as derived by COMEX and the London unallocated spot market. I just want to pause for a moment and say time and place is everything, especially in marketing. But in today's age of a million messages per minute and not enough hours in a day, how do you really catch people's attention? Fortunately, there's a simple way. LinkedIn can help you speak to the right professionals at the right time. With over 62 million decision makers on LinkedIn, you're able to connect to the right business leaders who are relevant to your company. And with LinkedIn ads, you can make sure your messages are getting through to these relevant people. LinkedIn's targeting tools help you focus on reaching your precise audience down to their job title, company name, location, and more. People on LinkedIn want to learn. They're on it to grow. In a recent survey, 71% of people said they use information they find on LinkedIn to inform their business decisions. Marketing on LinkedIn means you get to tap into that hunger to know more. LinkedIn is the place I go to to find experts in a particular field. There's no other place like it. At the end of the day, LinkedIn ads are helping businesses of all shapes and sizes to get bigger results. Try it for yourself. LinkedIn is offering a free $100 LinkedIn ad credit to launch your first campaign. Simply visit linkedin.com wealthy. That's linkedin.com forward slash wealthy. Terms and conditions apply. And now back to our show. So what this will do is unleash the controlled paper price to whatever the auction price is for physical gold. Who has it? Well, we know mines and miners have it. Who wants it? Well, we know central banks want it as well as investors. Why? Well, perhaps they want to reset the monetary system from fiat back to gold and end central bank control and return sound gold-backed currencies to national treasuries. Mr. Person says, disparities between the paper and physical markets in the monetary metals have developed after previous government attacks, but perhaps never to the current extent. The extreme nature of the current disparity has prompted some people to wonder if this attack is meant to enable some cleanup of the government-instigated and underwritten short positions in the futures market and a general resetting of the financial system, insofar as so much else in the system is out of whack or not functioning at all, as with negative interest rates and the issuance of fantastical amounts of electronic money by the Federal Reserve to its investment bank agents. Now add to that the strange fact that the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, the CME, raised the margin requirement on COMEX 100 gold futures on February 27th by 10%, which would have the effect of, if the gold price declined, making forced selling due to margin calls more likely, driving the price lower. According to Zero Hedge, if the paper market does not correct the imbalance, Widespread physical shortages of precious metals will be prolonged and may lead to the entire monetary system imploding. And with progressive central banks in Eastern Europe and Asia having stocked up on gold in the last three years, gold will likely be the anchor of the new monetary system arising out of the ashes. Now here's what I conclude about this. While precious metals dealers only advise holding gold metal, The same process is happening to silver. As you heard, silver eagles are also sold out. In addition, mining stocks provide the metal. And while I know they argue that the stock market is not without risk, I don't believe President Trump would be so certain and vocal the stock market is due for a big bounce if it weren't true. 
Therefore, I'm still bullish on GDX and GDXJ, the two ETFs that hold mining stocks. Yes, they've come down from their highs and they need to find a bottom, which looking at the charts isn't here yet. That means you still have time to buy and I always recommend dollar cost averaging if this is something you wanna do. But don't take my recommendation, check with your financial advisor and make sure this, this investment fits in with your risk parameters. Because here's the thing, if the paper market does collapse, there's still a very large need for silver, not just in terms of coins and such, but also for industry. It's used in cell phones, computers, cars, solar panels, they all require silver. So that means that the supply and demand is going to have to be determined and those who have the silver will be able to set that price to equate the real silver demand, not some artificial paper contract that is setting price, but real mining companies that have the physical silver. They're the ones in the power seat here and they're the ones that have the metal that everybody else is going to want and is going to have to pay a lot more for, in my opinion. I don't know what kind of time horizon this is, but I will say we are getting close to forming a bottom in the mining stocks and in the metals. They are oversold, but we may see them go a bit lower before they start to turn around. Nonetheless, I still think this is a fantastic investment opportunity for those with a long-term time horizon and above average risk tolerance. Again, don't make any decisions based on what I've shared. Do your homework and talk to your financial advisor before making any investment decisions. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available. And we have a whole wealth mentoring library of podcasts on my website at lindapjones.com forward slash podcasts, plural. And there's any topic you could possibly want to know more about. We also are in the very final days of our podcast review contest. There are 25 prizes you can win, 10 of my Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio sets valued at $197, 10 of my Wealth Heiress books named to the list of all-time best wealth books by bookauthority.org, and five one-on-one wealth mentoring sessions with me. All you need to do is leave a podcast review on iTunes. That will get your name in the drawing one time. If you have an Android phone, put your review on stitcher.com, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com over at Be Wealthy and Smart there, and that will get your name in the drawing one time. And if you've read the Wealth Heiress book, leave a review on Amazon, that will get your name in the drawing two times. And winners will be announced on Wednesday, March 18th. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.